Hey guys, welcome back to the 4A Podcast. We're back at it. My name is Andrew with Max, Justin, and David. And introducing our uh, special guest this time, Luis. Yeah, guys, what's up? It's Luis or Rico. You can call me Rico, too. So, Rico, where can we find you on Instagram? Start off there. Um, my Instagram handle is Rico Lish, R-I-K-O-L-I-S-H. I'm really excited to have you today. Well, tonight. But um, can you talk about why you go over as Rico instead of Luis? Well, um, it all started in middle school. Um, I got into gaming. You know, I was into gaming, Call of Duty. Yeah. My gamer tag. Well, that's what it was. I took I took inspiration from from uh, Farico Gaming, which was like a a gaming team for Black Ops Two. Mm-hmm. And I, l- I looked up to them at the time, and I just took the ending. <laughs> yeah, because and, and and also mainly, actually, the number one reason was because my best friend at the time, Luis, still is. His name is Luis. Yeah, Luis. We had him last episode. Yeah. Son Louis. Yeah. So they were best friends. And if I didn't mention this last episode, but uh, Son Louis, Luis, he's actually my cousin. So when he introduced me to Rico, aka Luis, he just straight up told me, "Call me Rico." Just so I don't get confused over Luis and Luis. Yeah, Rico is like one of the few people who actually created his own nickname. Yeah. Like and actually stuck. Completely agree. As soon as I met him, I never knew his name was Luis until like two months later. All of us just started calling him Rico. Yeah, exactly. So when I met him, everyone just told me his name was Rico. I honestly thought that was at least like a middle name or like last name or uh, something like that. But he just picked Rico out of nowhere. So. Yeah, but even though he gave himself that nickname, and it really fits him. I, I really like it. It's just, it's Rico. It's natural. Not sure now, but go ahead and follow him on Instagram. Would you say it was Rico Lish? Yes, sir. Rico Lish. Spell it again for the people. It's uh, Rico R I K O L I S H. And be, and don't forget to follow us at the Four A Podcast. For sure, they'll appreciate it. For sure. All right, guys, we're gonna start this pretty fucking simple. Um, so what y'all do on this Thanksgiving? What y'all do this week? Anybody want to start that off? I mean, to be honest, my uh, Thanksgiving was pretty uneventful. You know, the usual. I went over to my sister's house, just ate turkey. I honestly really don't like turkey. Um, I think it's very dry, but that might be based on the person who cooks it. Sorry, Mom. Yo, no cap, bro. My turkey was juicy as fuck. Like, I surprised myself. But for next year, I'm dead ass going to do Thanksgiving for my family. Yeah, that's actually a huge accomplishment, I'm sure, for a lot of people, being able to cook for their family on Thanksgiving instead of, you know, getting fed. Yeah, I, I can't agree. My ass went to both my girls' families, Thanksgiving, and my family's. I ate good as fuck. Damn, double oh, the food. Double fucking food. Yes, Turkey sir. twice that day, ham twice that day. That shit was pretty fire. You're telling me it was the same day? Like, did you... Thanksgiving's only on one day, man. Come on now. I celebrated earlier with my girl's family. And then, and then you went to late, Yeah, later okay. in the night, I went with my actual family. So we went together, yeah. Damn. How about you guys? Uh, Well, for me, it was the first time that I didn't celebrate Thanksgiving at home or, like, at a family's, family's house. I actually went out to go eat with my parents, my little brother, because it was our birthday. You know, we share the same birthday. And this year just so happened to be uh, Thanksgiving too, and we just invited some some aunts, like the closest aunts, closest uncles, and we just went out to get yeah, a Brazilian steakhouse, and it was it was pretty nice, nice vibe. Yeah, uh, my Thanksgiving is kind of like every other year, kind of like Andrew, uh, just ham and some other stuff. Actually, yeah, we actually eat ham. 
I fucking love ham. That's my favorite part of yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I definitely would prefer ham over uh, turkey, but because my shit is dry every single year. Yo, the ham is fucking amazing. If there's like honey yes, glazed on yes. it, brown sugar, fucking toasted, yes. and pineapple. Oh it has to God. have the pineapple. Wait, so what's your favorite dish for everyone for Thanksgiving? All right, shit. like traditional, like you know, just what's your, what? Yeah, what do you be looking forward to eat that night? Like you'd be like, damn, I cannot wait to get that. All right, obviously ham, Can mashed ham? potatoes is a must. Uh, my family loves to make uh like spicy spaghetti. Spicy. You know, Mexican spicy spaghetti. No, it's actually yellow, but it's good as fuck. Yellow spicy spaghetti. Yeah, it's good as hell. Um, and okay. mm, sometimes tamales. That's always a plus, but that's not every year. Not gonna lie. What about you, Justin? What are you feeling? Oh uh, well, honestly, uh, it's kind of a long story, but uh, we got time. We got time. Yeah. So basically, uh, my stepdad, right, from when I was younger, was uh, a white guy, right, and he's always had a very, very traditional Thanksgiving. So every, so basically, year after year, we kind of just kind of take after him. So it's basically just ham, uh, mashed potatoes, corn, bread, and maybe some other miscella- miscellaneous things. That sounds really good, though. That's really all. That's the basics for Thanksgiving. Yeah. That sounds great to me, honestly. I mean, of course, you're missing a few things, like, like, uh, deviled eggs, cornbread muffins, fucking the dessert. You guys forgot to mention apple pie, pumpkin pie, peach cobbler with ice cream, whipped cream on the pie, hot, warm, all that good stuff, and of course the apple cider, hot apple cider. Uh, well, I don't know about you guys, but did any of you guys get green beans? Because that's uh, usually on my plate. My girl's family loves green beans. I've never been much of a green beans fan. Do you put bacon on it? They do, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, We're on the same it looks, uh, it's just never, it's not my, not my favorite. I don't really enjoy it like that, to be honest. Well, actually, I don't really put green beans on my plate, but if I find them and and they're the greenest vegetable there, like, like, like let's say there's cauliflower. Fuck cauliflower. I'm God. Anyways, I fuck with carrots. Candied carrots are amazing. My girlfriend knows how to make some good candied carrots. And uh, dessert, like uh, dirty pudding, that shit smacks. But Wait, um, dirty pudding, what is that? Yeah, so it's uh, it's pudding with, with chocolate syrup around the glass. Uh-huh. And you put the pudding in there and you put... Gummy worms. Oh, like like, like the gummies crumbs. and dirt? Yes, sir. Oh, my God. And then whipped cream on top if you want. I fucking hate pudding, bro. Pudding is nasty as fuck. I'm I don't cool. like pudding, but with the gummy worms, it, it's crazy. Uh, I don't know. Not my thing. Not even the uh, snack pack ones? Fuck no. I fucking fuck love the that. vanilla ones now that we're like talking about pudding for a little bit. Yeah, I don't know about the vanilla ones, but the, the snack pack ones, I feel like there's literally not enough pudding in each cup. Like I, I feel like I could literally eat the entire pack in one sitting, and I wouldn't even feel it. So we talked about our favorite dishes. What about the the dish that you're just not going to touch, no matter what? You know, like, let's say it's the only dish, and you're still not going to touch it. Like, what what what's that dish for you? The one you're just not going to eat at all. I personally don't have, like, a specific thing. I mean, I've... We'll eat almost anything, so really there's not, like, I'm not picky, so there's my point on that. Yeah, I don't think my, I don't think my family's made any food that I haven't eaten yet. All that should be pretty smacking, thankfully. Hell yeah. As far as with me, 
No, I'm I'm not picky at all. But I mean, if it needs salt, it needs salt. Well, honestly, for me, I hate anything that has a bone in it. I just can't eat anything with bone in it. Like fucking wings? Like you won't eat wings? Yeah, I prefer boneless. You're a fucking child, bro. I know it's because when like I was nuggets. when I was a kid, I I choked on a bone. Oh damn! And it just like whenever I feel it in my mouth, like I bite into it, it just disgusts me. And like it it doesn't matter if it's the best wings I've ever tried. It's just I can't with bone. You know what? I think it's a perfect segue into another topic that I want to talk about. As a kid, I almost drowned. You almost drowned. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably the number one reason to why it's a little tough for me to like swim. I just feel my heart beating fast. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. I think we all have that. Like you know, you think about eating bone, like that's so random. But you don't like. Those ex- those small experiences can really change. It's a trauma. Yeah. It's a childhood trauma, and it's not it's not easy to overcome that, like right off the bat. Like for sure, you have to work on it. And I've tried. You know, I can do a couple strokes here and now, but I don't. I wouldn't call myself an avid swimmer. Yeah. I can totally relate to what the fuck you're saying. I f- I actually almost fucking drowned when I was like five years old too. My uncle actually ended up jumping in that bitch and saving my ass and. It took a minute for my ass to get adjusted and, like, be confident enough to go back into the pool. But I can definitely say I'm happy enough that I – I love swimming. Swimming is fun as hell. Definitely something I love doing when we go out to the beach, even though that shit was probably one of the most terrifying things ever. I mean, on my side – well, I'm probably on the flip side of you guys. I actually really like swimming. I uh, learned how to swim through school. That's kind of funny. You know, in school we took, like, swimming lessons, so I kind of learned from there. But I, in, in general, as a kid, like, I always liked swimming and whatnot. My dad taught me how to swim, and I thought it was just fun in general. I don't think I really had a fear. I mean, there was one occasion where I almost drowned, but, like, you know, my dad, like, saved me from it. And he kind of just laughed at me for that, but whatever. Do you guys like the beach? Dude. I love the beach. It's the vibe, you know, like yeah. just sitting on a beach chair, enjoying an apple cider beer, Angry Orchard, <laughs> um, most likely. Or I think a, I think a day on the beach is like very typical for everyone. I think it's like a really good like perfect setting for everyone. Yeah, man, you gotta have sandals, otherwise the fucking sand's gonna burn the shit out of your. Yeah, I actually hate wearing sandals. I'm very insecure about my feet. Can you believe that? That's why nah, I don't wear sandals. Okay. I rather wear um, shoes. I'm extremely insecure about my feet as well, but. Rico's not wrong. You got to have something on. That should be burning. But, but I, I really love the clear water of the beach. That's like the best thing. Definitely. I agree with that. But no, I rock uh, socks with sandals. Socks and sandals at the yeah. beach. Yes, sir. So. And you you hop in the water like that? No, I take them off. And just run in there real quick? Yes. I feel you. I feel you. I really do. Yeah, see, I really, yeah, really do. There we go. Do you at least try to get like the like the quote unquote Moses sandals? Or yeah. like do you still wear the thong ones? No, I try wearing the uh the Birkenstocks, like you know that kind of style? Where it's just like two like straps out. Yeah, those definitely. Gotta get the job done, man. I personally hate the beach. How come? I hate the sand. Uh it is annoying and as fuck. And I hate stuck. swimming in the beach without like being able to open up my eyes. Like you have to wear the goggles, otherwise the, the water burns your eyes. Or like just swallowing the water, it's a it's a disgusting feeling. And just and just I don't know, getting out of the beach and then walking walking through the sand wet and just getting all that sand in, like inside of you. But then it's all worth it once you eat that sandwich, man. The sandwich with the ham and cheese, that mayo, the Dorito chips. And yeah, you gotta put the Dorito <laughs> chips in there and you get the crunch, and then it sticks to the top of your roof. Yeah, I definitely felt that, man. 
But I feel like that's more like a swimming pool type vibe. But it works on either end, definitely. That's honestly any picnic with your family vibe. You can do that shit anywhere. What do you yeah. mean? Yeah, I'd rather just go to the pool and then eat. Not, not to the chlorine, beach. That chlorine is fucking annoying. I'd rather swim in that chlorine than that salt water. I just you don't know. Crazy, I don't know. Bro. I mean, salt water. So salt water in like, so you swim in like, I don't know what to say. So, like, I swim in lakes, so it's a lot different. Like, fresh water is a lot different than, like, salt water. Because salt water is nasty. Like, if it hits, like, your, like, mouth, you could definitely taste how salty that is. Yeah, but lake water is always dirty as fuck. I hate going to Raccoon Lake out here. This shit is gross as fuck all the time. Raccoon Lake is literally one of the dirtiest lakes I've ever been to. I hate that place. I'm so glad that someone else, like, has been to Raccoon Lake. No cap, that's where I drowned. Oh, almost drowned. Yo, oh, shit. Yo, going back to it. Um, I had a near-death experience. Like, that's my near-death experience. I saw, like, I think I was, like, eight, maybe, eight years old. Probably younger, actually. No cap. Don't remember, because I, I don't really like remembering that. But <coughs> the near-death experience, I saw my whole life flash before my eyes. Like, like... There was a good point I was fighting, yeah, but I didn't know how. And I was gasp like trying to gasp for air. But there was a point where I just gave up and let my arms float. And I was thinking about my whole life. Like how, how blessed I was. Like I had a good family. I love my parents. Or at least I thought I did, but I do. And I just thought about how good of a life I lived. And then all of a sudden my fingertips were feeling the the sand the the sandy grains you know going under my fingertips and I, I started fighting and then i crawled myself onto the shore and i started coughing up the water and nobody was there nobody was there so you dead ass went through all that alone like no 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 lifeguard no anything was there to help you out nothing yeah it was a uh, probably the first ever um, situation that I had to fight through myself independently, and it's it's a trauma that I can't get over to this day. Makes you feel like you have to fight through a lot more things independently. You think, or or like in what sense? I mean, it certain it certainly prepared me to take on life more more independently. I mean, I'm not gonna say this situation made me into a man. But it definitely uh, saw me look at life different. I mean, after a near-death experience, like, losing grasp of your life just after that, of course. No, I honestly think that drowning is probably, like, the worst way to die. Because, like, in those, like, last moments, you realize that, like, you're struggling so hard and no one's there to, like, give you a hand. It's, it's like, pretty awful, to be honest. Like, that's so so bad like you're just drowning you're like you know pushing all this water over you and whatnot and you realize that like no one's there it's just your feet are like just on the water and you're kind of like hovering and i think it's honestly the worst experience to those who have drowned that's like really really bad i'm not gonna stunt I've, i'd rather go drowning just because i've already went through that pain no, I, felt, I felt like i was borderline like i was already blacking out and though it's one of the most terrifying ways to go, um, it is actually said that a lot of people find peace drowning a lot easier than like first to like to say like 
like catching on fire or something or mm. getting shot or something like if you're drowning sure you'll struggle for struggle for that like period of time but once you let go it's like you come to peace with it i guess well that's uh, that's actually really crazy and i and i hope you never have to go through that ever again you know hopefully it's just a one time just one thing like one time in a lifetime cuz but yeah that, that just sounds terrible but to get us out of this gloomy gloomy mood I think this is a perfect time to introduce our new, what would you call it? What would you guys call it? Uh, let's just go ahead and call it our new segment. Fuck it. A new segment? Yeah. A new segment, yeah. And we were just talking about how we all just want to, I think all of us here listen to a lot of music. And sometimes we just feel like if we don't have anyone to, to show that music to. Or, or we wish that someone would show us new music. You know, it's kind of hard finding music by yourself. You you always need outside sources. You know what, uh, Max? I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna be the dissenting voice here because actually I came to realize that I actually don't listen to a lot of music. Like in the eighth grade, I used to uh, stay up late at night, you know, listening to the new to new music, yeah. new uh, to like the little different uh, playlist that Spotify has. Yeah. But like I don't know what happened after like the ninth grade, I just stopped listening to new music. But this doesn't really conclude us to the overall point of this new segment. So. So the segment basically is just us recommending each one of us recommending a, an album of the week that we just want to show to you guys or maybe remind you of an album because sometimes you just forget that music is out there and and you know you get you get reminded of old music and you're like damn like this this song used to hit this album used to hit and we, ju- we just want to do that we want to just have an album from from every one of us and just see what you guys think exactly so even if you don't listen to new music this would be a good way for some of you guys to get a kind of a refresher to music you used to listen to i guess or something that might have caught your eye at one point you know what i'm saying yeah and this is also gonna encourage us for to you know always have an album ready you know we're not gonna exactly. reckon, we're not reckon, we're not gonna recommend anything that we wouldn't listen to yeah so this segment like ranges from like all over so like us four have different like genres in music so you know we can go from like rap to like alternative to rock so it's kind of cool to like look back at the music we listen to and uh showcase that to you guys you know justin since you since you were the one that said you don't really listen to a lot of music i'm really interested to to hear your option so i'm uh you know you go first yeah like uh like max was saying and i was saying earlier i haven't listened to new music in a very long time so honestly this segment will actually help me as well yeah so this encourages you to find the music. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I'll probably pick up on a couple of songs that you guys recommend. Bet, bet, um, bet. But I thought I, I thought I would start off pretty simple. Uh, start with my one of my favorite uh, albums. And it's one of my favorite albums specifically because it's one of those albums that I really don't skip any songs. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's really up there. Yeah, that's really rare for an album to do that. Yeah, especially if it's like if it's like an LP, you know. And, you know, EPs are usually pretty good. But anyways... Yeah, so I just wanted to start out simple with one of my favorite bands and one of my favorite albums. Uh, so the band is, uh, you guys probably know them, Arctic Monkeys. Oh. <laughs> no, Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, I was I was kind of guessing Cage the Elephant, but yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, that's actually a very close second. We we might get I might uh, list one of the one of their albums another week. But this week I uh, I'm gonna start out small. Um, favorite band, Arctic Monkeys. Well, favorite current band, um, and my favorite album from their discography. Um, is favorite worst nightmare. Uh, this came out in two thousand seven. Uh, weirdly, I was like I was seven years old when this came out, so like I didn't even listen to it when it came out. But I still, I s- ironically, it still reminds me a lot of of my youth. You know that's crazy because 
I was 100% sure you were going to say AM for some reason. But I am so glad you chose this one because this, honestly, yeah, it's my personal favorite too. I'm extremely happy you chose this album because it's definitely their best album, 100%. AM had like three good songs on it. And that album after that, oh my God, disappointment is fuck. I'm, I was late to Arctic Monkeys. I was just introduced to the uh, the usual fluorescent adolescence. But I do fuck with Arctic Monkeys. I was listening more to like the AM album. But I haven't run completely through the uh, favorite worst nightmare. So definitely, I'll take uh, recommendations. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, funny enough, I actually wanted their latest album, um, Hotel Casino, something like that, Trinity Base. Uh, I actually wanted their newest album to sound exactly like this one. But unfortunately, it was pretty far from it. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna hear Arctic Monkey sounding like that in anytime soon. Honestly, I, I think his latest, I think the latest album that had dropped was literally just like an Alex Turner album because it was just him and a piano. But you know, people change and the album changes. So as they go, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I can't be too mad at them for I guess growing out of their like boyish garage band rock uh, theme. Uh, yeah, like Andrew was saying, uh, one of my favorite songs is obviously Fluorescent Adolescence. And funny, funny enough, when uh, my cousin got me into them, and I was actually right, I was like seconds away from giving up, uh, giving up li- trying to listen to them until I found Fluorescent, Fluorescent Adolescence. And then I, I was like, hold up, hold up. I, I need to listen to everything they, they read all over again with a new, with a new, um, with a new perspective. You gotta have five oh five as a close second, right? I fucking love that song. It, I, I, that's honestly one of the first songs that inspired me to start playing guitar. That song is so beautiful. No, yeah, that. You know that might be, that probably will be my second favorite on that on that album. But I just I don't know. I really like it because it's just like I don't know. I, I almost feel like a like a British young kid uh, when I listen to it. It's, it's so rebellious and and so upbeat and I don't know. I just really like it. British or English rock like that very much does make me get in tune, like, with that feeling that you're over there. Like, they have a certain feeling to all their music. And the fucking accent just adds such a nice tone to it. You know, I'm really glad this was the first one that we've that all four of us recommended because that's a really good album. And if you haven't heard it, you're in for something, definitely. As far as Arctic Monkeys go, I like listening to, listening to them. I just don't listen to them as as frequent as uh other bands like caged the elephant really but uh i do have a couple songs saved from favorite worst nightmare but really i do i do listen to am more to be honest i mean am is also uh, another good album but definitely does not top it yeah I so th- in my opinion yeah i think favorite worst nightmare is number one and always will be yeah i think just favorite worst nightmare had just has like it's its own, um, I hate to say it, but its own vibe, you know? And, and no other albums really have that same feel to them. Yeah, it's, it's a vibe. Vibe. Vibes. All right, but how about you, Rico? Uh, go ahead and tell us your favorite album of the week. All right, well, this week, I feel like I want to give some appreciation to Nav. Nav, yeah. Yeah, Nav and his uh, album, Perfect Timing, with Metro Boomin'. It's just something about those two guys, like, working together. Um, they they create art. These guys are amazing to listen to. And if you guys are going through it yourselves, you know, I've, ha- I've been through it. You know, heartbreaks and stuff. Drug addiction. That's a topic for later. And um, shit like that. But Perfect Timing really spoke to me. 
at the time and i fell in love with the album and not recently but years ago years ago i got into nav and uh i still recommend them yeah anything metro Boomin hops on that shit goes fucking crazy but honestly nav does get a fuck ton of hate with that i honestly at this point have realized he doesn't really deserve like the wait, internet really wait what do you mean hate like honestly, you bring up Nav to anybody and they shit on him like crazy. And I was kind of there in this for a second, but nah, he definitely he gets co-signed by hella fucking yeah, Nav, amazing artists. Yeah, Nav goes hard, and his music is not too shabby at all, man. It's not. But what's what's your favorite song from the album, Rico? Cause cause I know that project had hella hella bangers. No, no cap, held held me down. Held me down is great. I love that. And also, and also, you can't forget about the other songs and other albums. But ASAP Ferg is amazing. He had, yeah, that's he my had favorite that collab one. with yeah. uh, Uzi, and it just fucking goes hard. Like, you know, once you're at the gym, listen to that. You just keep on cracking those bicep curls and those bench press and those reps on the squat bar, the squat rack. It's it's a vibe. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Rico did put me on Nav. Uh, when I first heard him uh, play Held Me Down here at his house, um, that song actually really spoke to me. I was actually really interested by the lyrics that he had. So when I went home, I uh, started listening to that song. And I like I honestly understand what you mean by how it helps you, like, in a sense, you know, if you're going through something. That song actually, like, spoke a lot to me. And I really like it every time I listen to it. So I feel like it's, like, kind of encouraging in a sense. Well, on that note, how about your album of the week? Andrew? Oh, my album of the week. Um, my album of the week goes to uh, the story so far. This has been a band that I've been listening to this uh, freshman year. Honestly, Max was the first guy to put me on that band because uh, during freshman year, me and Max were in class, and um, he was more into uh, music than I was at the time. So he recommended me that album, and it's it's a different genre. It was like rock and whatnot. And that same year, we actually went and saw them live, which is a crazy experience okay yeah so it was back when we uh we went to warp tour 2016 and um one of the first songs that he showed me was navy blue but it isn't their kind of like music though like it's a lot more chill but this first this uh self-titled album was a lot different because at the time i was really into like rock music and this was like a new taste like at i think they're pretty still like underground to be honest not as much as like the mainstream bands i was listening to do they still make music to this day to this day, yes. Uh, last year, they dropped an album called uh, Proper Dose, and I listened to it, and it changed a lot. Their music has changed and evolved, and it's like a different vibe. Yeah, but I think this self-titled album is a it's a good introduction to the band because they have a they have they th- yeah they have a lot of uh, different stuff like the one you were talking about, Navy Blue. It's it's a lot more indie. But this one, this one is their true selves. If if that if that makes sense. So what could one expect hearing this album? Like, what is it? What would, what would be the feeling of it, really? So, I mean, at the time, I was, like, a freshman in high school. But it's for those, like, people who are, like, you know, still in that punk phase where it's, like, like the these songs are, like, it makes you want to, like, angrily point at somebody. So that's, like, how <laughs> I would want to describe it. Because that's just how punk is in general. Um, listen to, like, one of my favorite tracks, which is uh, Heavy Gloom. It's, like the biggest song on their album but that album like that specific song actually it's like super interesting it just makes you angry and all this other thing i mean they do talk about heartbreak and how this one girl did that to him so you could really feel the anger through the artist through all these songs if you're into like this kind of like rock theme and whatnot that's 
that's what this album goes for. Yeah, I actually really do appreciate uh, the story so far because you can honestly really, you really can feel the emotion, and it really makes the the song even more lively and a uh, a connection is easier to be formed. And I even just if you're into rock, like this is a good album and like a good music album in general. Like anyone can like this. So do you want to go ahead and tell you tell us your album of the week then, Max? Um, the album of my of the week for me, I chose. Since I Left You by the Avalanches. And the reason I chose this album was because I recently just turned 20 years old yesterday. Oh, and wow. I recently just turned 20 on Thursday. Wow, okay. That's, that's nice. Happy birthday, Max. Happy birthday to Max. Thank you, guys. But yeah, uh, this this album, man, it's it's like a fucking sound journey. Like, it's every song... So when you listen to this to this album since I le- uh since I left it, you have to listen to it from start to to ending, because every song has a transition to the next one, and it just the song before every song just adds to the new song, and it, it just keeps adding and adding up and adding up, and it's just it's just a journey. And what kind of feel would you expect from this kind of album? Like, what would it be more geared towards? The best I can it's an electronic uh album, like so there's barely any lyrics in it. So it's but more of an instrumental. Yeah, EDM it's a, it's an instrument. Ins- like it's just a fucking sound engineer's wet dream. Sound engineer. Like, that's actually a great description for music. Honestly. Like it's a they they had fun with the album, and you can tell they got super creative with it. Like the best way that I can describe it is when usually when I get on an airplane, I, I like to throw this album up, and when by the time I'm done listening to the album, like cause I you know I take a nap, two-hour flight, and then I get off the flight, and then I just take off my earphones. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Where am I at? Like, like you just get transported somewhere else with the album. Like, there's so many sounds going on, and even though each song adds to the next, it still manages to each song still manages to feel like a different type of genre. Mm. It, and it's such a weird feeling to des- to describe. Or like, it's a weird, it's just a weird album to describe. But just listen to it. Since I left you by the Avalanches, 20 years old. All right, and on that note, uh. You said Sound Engineer's fucking dream. I would say that this album that I chose would also very much fit into that category. Uh, my album of the week actually goes to Inner Wave. It's called Underwater Pipe Dreams. Uh-huh. Uh, it came out back in 2017. It's their third debut album? Second or third. And honestly, uh, I started listening to Inner Wave probably when this album came out. Um, it's it's pretty it's indie, but also has an electronic feel that you mentioned. Yeah. So it has a it does a great job of mixing guitar drums but putting in like the synths and the the harmony and shit. But you don't really have to listen to it in any order at all. This album every song has like its own feeling to it like you were saying it's it's yeah. a really great built album and if you really pay attention to the drums and every little specific part of the sound, you will very much appreciate this album. Um the first half of the album is more of the feel good, like you know, more more dancey kind. You can kind of turn up a little bit more, and the ending gets a little more gloomy. You start thinking a little bit much. the The production gets a little slower, a little more distorted. But for sure, my favorite song as of right now. If you kind of want to tweak out and just listen to an abundance of a um, beautiful sounds, you can listen to Buffalo Reprise. It's closer to the end of the album. It's it's a remix of one of the songs in the album, but they add. You know, they add to it. They add more instrumentation and all that. And, yeah, that's that. Yeah, so that's our albums of the week for the first time. 
and as you can tell, we did not lie about the ranges. I mean, we talked about rap, uh, EDM, alternative, rock, uh, rock. Indie. Yeah, and yeah, this is one of the reasons why we wanted to do this. We all have a a different taste in music, and we just want to show it to to other people and just see what other people think. And I very much think that if you guys actually took your time to go check out what we're recommending you, that you guys would very much enjoy the music. And if you don't, shit, hit our DMs, let us know. Tell us it's trash, Do you know? Yeah, definitely. We'll take that uh, criticism. <laughs> we'll take the L. But on another note, we're going to put um, on our highlights on our Instagram page. So follow us at 4A Podcast, and we'll have uh, the albums put together and our favorite songs. So it's the uh, 4A Playlist. Uh, yeah, we're going to have it every every Wednesday, we, along with the episode, we'll upload, we'll uh, update the uh, the story, so you guys can make sure to click on it and just check up on what we're listening to. Yeah, so you have no excuse to not listen to it. <laughs> on God, and go to our page. Yeah, and like we said before we started this, we would not recommend an album if we didn't like it. I think this is because we like the album and we think you guys would enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, we put, in our, we put our time in listening to these albums and we wouldn't want to waste your time as well. And I mean, for sure... My album is pretty sad and shit, but we all went through those phases at least, and and we can all appreciate those for future heartbreaks. I mean, shit. But for sure, I, I'm way past that, but that album in itself is nostalgic, and, and Nav is a, is a great guy. He's a great producer. His music, his most recent music is amazing, so don't forget to check that. Anyways, moving on with this depressing ass shit. Uh, I finished fucking Euphoria uh, in like a day. That show was fucking really good. You liked good. it? I loved that fucking show, dude. It, it was a, it's a crazy good show. I, I wasn't expecting from your description at all what it was going to be like because even Days and Confused can be described as like a drug infused movie. No, this is like for sure. This is full on relatable drug abuse, drug addiction like topics this shit is very deep as fuck and i honestly thought it it like perfectly i not perfectly but it was a good representation of what teenagers might or do go through i'm gonna be honest man i for sure got sad as fuck watching that show a like couple you times. felt it you know i related to rue a little too much man that shit made no sense uh, by the way rue is the main character played by Sandeya. i mean i i'm 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 definitely past that phase now but if you look at the show, it ha- she it's it's about when she was sixteen going through all this. Yeah, I can literally sit down and relate to everything she was going through through that show, without going too deep into it. That it did a great job of depicting what can happen if you indulge in shit like that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Moving on to uh, the next topic, um, I want to move towards uh, the problems and the realities with drugs in itself and how they can be abused. And uh, you can substitute that for, you know, natural happiness and how how you throwing your your rights away. You're you're you become naked and you give your rights to a substance that you abuse on a daily. I think you saying that it can take away the feeling of natural happiness is an amazing way to describe that, because like I was saying in Euphoria, they. And there's a scene after she takes a psychedelic that I can very much, like, touch to where she's just repeating, I'm just so happy. Like, she just keeps saying it. But when she's not off of that shit, she literally can't say it. She can't feel that feeling, you know. So it's pretty crazy that something 
as small as a pill, as small as a tab, is can can really alter your mind and and make you think that everything's okay when you're really just destroying yourself, you know? Yeah, I second that. After each each time you you use a substance, you you chemically change your brain. Like it's not always for the better. Yeah, we we grow up um certain certain alcohols kill more brain cells and i mean yeah you regenerate some but um i think i've heard that that gin is a you know gin hurt hurts you in the long run you like develop dementia i guess or and i know that tequila is pretty healthy though tequila has like the least side effects <laughs> except uh waking up uh late Wait, as fuck the next day so it's not healthy it's just the least dangerous oh yeah Oh yeah, least dangerous. But alcohol has been consumed for thousands of years. Who knows for how long? And um shit, it's it's a drug and it's legal. For sure, for sure. And it's crazy how how much this can be pushed off as normal and okay, but other things like marijuana or mushrooms are looked so down upon and looked as something insane and no one should ever be touching. Do you think those those type of drugs like weed and uh, shrooms should be legalized. I 100% believe that marijuana and mushrooms should be legalized. I mean, Colorado already made the step and legalized mushrooms, and marijuana is pretty close to I'm sure being nationwide any year now. Honestly, out of like a a, a big friend group of of you guys, I'm one of the only ones that doesn't smoke, but you guys smoke a ton. Yeah, we we for sure indulge in it all the time which is pretty crazy because yeah seeing someone like you not touch it it's pretty yeah. pretty hard to in my mind kind of hard to imagine you know so how how the hell do you push through that shit like how do you not indulge with us you know honestly just the fear of when i see you guys you guys are always just smoking and like i wouldn't say wh- what do you say that you needed I have definitely, it's definitely able to cut back, but I can, I can sit here and say that I, I, I definitely need marijuana. You definitely need it. And I need marijuana to kind of feel like, and it's sad to say, I, I'm, I can agree, but yeah. marijuana definitely puts me in a state of mind that makes me feel like I'm me way more than yeah, not for sure. being on it, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and I understand that. I Yeah, I totally understand. Like, I'm not telling, I don't tell you guys, hey, don't smoke. Like, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't do that shit, but. Yeah, and it's for sure not for everybody. I mean, yeah, I smoke every day, but my ass has moved out of my fucking parents' house. I got a job. I got a car. I mean, I'm making music. Like I do my shit. Yeah, it's just amazing. I'm uh, not amazing, but it's an, in my mind, an all right coping mecha- mechanism. Yeah, but like you were saying, like what what's keeping me from it, and I think that's keeping me from it. I just don't want, I don't want it to become another another bill. You know, it's like oh, damn, I sure. have to. You know, like, cause when you think about it, it adds up. Like, how much you, do you drop a month, dude? And it just it becomes, adds yeah, up it's for it's sure. yeah, it's not a bill you get in the mailbox, but it's a bill you have in your in your head. And I just, I don't know, it's not something that I want to go through. I'll for sure say that I'm not at the point where if I don't have enough for it, you know, you feel me? I'll buy a little. I'll buy. A oh little no, bit, for sure, you know yeah. But I definitely was at a point where I probably would have used all my money to buy a substance at one point. Thankfully, not no more. I'm a grown ass man, but yeah. Shit, at one point, you know, everybody goes through those stupid-ass phases, but I very much do admire people like you that 
don't have to indulge in shit like this to kind of function through life, you know? I mean, it's not like I'm fucking perfectly happy because, you know, not not everyone's perfectly happy. Facts. You know? But it's just I don't want that to become my, my gateway of of just, like, feeling all right. Does that make sense? That actually makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. The only reason it's stuck on me now, I'll say, is because of how early I started. I thought it was okay at the time. I'm not even joking. I was so young thinking it was okay to be yeah. do what I was doing. But looking back on it now, that shit is what has me stuck on it to this day. Like, I could have yeah. started later. I could have waited to indulge in these substances. But my ass just didn't didn't wait, you know? You know, and also I'm saying that I've, I don't do it, but I have done it, like, before. And maybe what also plays into it is just my bad experiences. You know, I don't think... I've had, okay, maybe, yeah, I did have a good trip, but that good trip doesn't outweigh the bad trips, and I just don't think it was for me. Well, it's not your cup of tea. Yeah, yeah, for Everybody sure. Everybody has their their favorite substances, and, I, and I'm saying this out of, out of like, with, with respect to everybody's family histories, but this, this, uh, this word, this sensitive topic, addiction, this runs in families. And your grand, let's say your great grandpa was an alcoholic, on either side, mom or dad. Yeah, and it as Hispanics, like, that's that's normal, low key for us. Like, you see your uncles and and aunts drinking, and we're like, damn, that's normal. But nah, like, you grow up. Yeah, we grow up with that environment. Quite literally, and I'm not trying to blame anybody, but at the end of the day, being so desensitized to it, I mean, going up to going up to school, telling everybody I stayed up till six in the morning with my family at a party in middle school. It's almost like normalized. Yeah, in a sense. it's to us, it's pretty normal. But motherfuckers looked at us like we were fucking crazy at the time, you know. But yeah, that's th- that's one thing. I like. I'm not. I'm not one to shame people for their abuse because I've been there. I've had a nicotine addiction. I was out partying every weekend in, in high school. Not even in college. And once I got to college, I just smoked way more, like, to be honest. I can very much agree with Rico that I indulged in all this bullshit way too early in high school to the point where once I graduated, I just smoke a bunch of weed now. I mean, I don't see myself wanting to go out and party and get fucked up like that. It doesn't it doesn't really interest me anymore, you know? Yeah, I recently had my uh, first blackout experience. And did I like it? No, not really, because I don't know who I am when I'm drunk. I'm a completely different person, so I don't really fuck with it. That's just my... Blacking out is fucking stupid. I Worst feeling. Yeah, I don't see the point of getting yourself there. And I've definitely been there, like I said, but not worth it getting there in yeah, the first definitely, place. Yeah, definitely, because like, like I said earlier, I didn't feel like who I was. So when all this shit that I was doing... Everyone was like, yo, you need to chill. You're, like, not yourself. And afterwards, you know, after I sobered up, I was like, shit. I don't think I ever want to do this again because I'm not myself. Yeah, man. it's That's another thing that very much scares me about doing these things with other people is I know I can control myself, but yeah, I fucking hate babysitting with a passion, bro. When someone else tries something for the first time and my ass is stuck there having to take care of their ass, that shit is so annoying, man. I'm not going to lie to you. So you guys saying you guys started this at a like a really young age or like just before the average. So so where do you guys see yourselves with this like continuing doing this in the future? Like do you you guys see yourself growing old and still doing everything that you guys are doing? Smoking weed definitely. Like I said, I 
I very much indulge in psychedelics every now and then. I think they're they're very much okay for people to try. I mean, it's slowly, slowly becoming a norm in most places, but I definitely do myself, I definitely do see myself smoking weed for a while, like, because I don't, alcohol is fun every now and then, but I don't enjoy it to, to the same extent, and people smoke, it's actually pretty regular for people to smoke till they're like 50, you, honestly. You could also take smoking in another sense, like, it's kind of like socializing as yep, well. exactly. I mean, I'm not trying to promote the fact that, like, you know, you should go smoke weed with everyone, but sometimes, like, in the moment, you're, like, socializing with people depending on, like, the environment that you're in. Well, yeah, for sure, for sure. But there's this there's this thing that, that you go through. So there's a let's, – let's say we have, like, four phases or three phases. The green phase is you don't smoke at all or you smoke, like, once a year or something. The yellow phase is when you start smoking with friends. You start – developing a social a social um, attachment you attach yourself with that you attach this substance with friends all of a sudden whenever you go start hanging out with them maybe that's how you get started and then you start smoking with them and then let's say you guys want to hang out go for a hike go play soccer you guys are going to be smoking joints before and after and you start uh, associating yourself with this and and then once you're past that phase, once you get to the phase where you uh, have to start thinking about buying substance for the future, once you start thinking for the future and and um, and romanticizing it, because we've all I've been there, I've been there. Like I'm not gonna cap, but that that's that's when you're an addict, and I've I've been there, and uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to dial dial back. In a sense, but I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. But if I were to have to, like let's say, an in introduction to parenthood, I would definitely, definitely like go through a cleanse, in in that respect. I don't know. Even with kids, I wouldn't smoke in front of them. But at the end of the day, if I like, I I don't I don't see a big issue in being a marijuana smoker and going out to your backyard, having your own little area, as long as you're responsible about it. Because at the same time, alcohol is legal as fuck, and it's also a bill to a lot of people as well. And it becoming legal would make marijuana a lot accessible and a lot more normalized to the point where it wouldn't be looked as that much of a hassle. Are you, you not know? Are you not afraid of, like, um, the marijuana to become normalized just the way that alcohol became normalized honestly no because as as high as you can get you won't you won't die off that shit you won't no i'm not talking about dying or, like i mean obviously like there's you can there's still dangers to it but you're not afraid of just just at some point you know alcohol was also illegal and then it became legal and yeah. then now everyone has access to it and that's why there's so many deaths and just dangerous but the statistics just aren't there for marijuana like we're not yeah we're not sitting here like we don't know shit about it do we know so much about it to the point where that's why it's becoming widespread legal and why so many places are becoming accepted i mean i went to colorado and i smoked a blunt in front of cops in the middle of town in front of the town hall dude yeah and they didn't say a fucking word to me 
and I had one of the most amazing nights. And it's so quiet out there and so peaceful, and people don't really seem to be in each other's business as much. You so, know? so you don't think um, that marijuana would replace alcohol? Like, not at like all. For not us, at all. I like, know a lot of alcoholics that fucking hate getting high. Like they hate that shit. As Hispanics, you know, we see our like like I said before, we see our, our parents, not parents, but like uncles, family members, uh, drinking at parties and stuff. You don't think at some point marijuana can replace that, and it and then that becomes the norm for everyone. I think that marijuana becoming a norm over alcohol is better. Is better. Even if it did, I genuinely do think it's better. You can. You can function a lot better, and you you become so paranoid to the point you won't do something fucking stupid to to keep it a hundred. Yeah, but once it becomes legal, that that paranoia goes away because you're not worried about cops or that's people. That's not there. that's not where the paranoia comes from, though. Paranoia where does it doesn't come from? From internal feelings, people being insecure, people not liking the feeling of being high, not liking who they are when they're high. This is a lot of real things that a lot of people yeah. feel when they smoke weed. That pushes them away from it after like one try. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, so you're basically saying that people can limit themselves better with weed than with alcohol. I'm not a damn expert, but I very much do think so, honestly. And the gateway thing is just isn't true at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, there's been research on that, but you can also take marijuana on another scale. Like, you know, it's also like beneficial. Exactly. There's different ways to like, you know, like CBD is like legal in Indiana. And there's different, like, you know, it helps with, like, muscle pain. And, like, so my brother has, um, what's that? What's that thing where it's all headaches? Oh, he has he has migraines. And so, like, if he was in a legal state, like Illinois, for example, they just legalized it earlier this year, he would be prescribed for marijuana. But, you know, it just depends. I feel like it also has its, like, positive and negative, just like almost anything. Well, yeah. That's just like almost anything. That's th- those are the key words. At the end of the day, um, you can be addicted to anything, anything that makes you happy, anything that makes your neurons fucking spark in your brain, because all all that shit permanently changes your brain, and you you begin to get a rush off winning a FIFA game, off of winning a, a slot machine at Vegas, off uh, beating a Candy Crush level. It's all the same. It's all the same because it's all, it's it's all like candy for your brain, and you you just want to feel that high. And as much as I'm saying it would be good, I'm very like I've said a million times. I'm very shitty that I tried it so early because, no matter how many teenagers try to fucking put it, that shit very much fucks with your brain chemistry and brain development. And I very much do think that you should indulge in it once you become more connected with yourself you actually know who the hell you are you 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 can control the fuck you do when you get high you know it shouldn't be done when your ass has no clue what the fuck you want to do next month you know what i'm saying yeah we have 4a do not encourage uh smoking at an early age and as and i think i'm speaking for everybody here but you don't want to associate yourself with any drug really you don't want you don't want to have it become your slave owner because that's what you do. Um, the the worst of the worst, heroin. Like, and the the pills that lead up to it are basically the 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 things that train you. The pill popping, the perks, the zannies. And I will say that sometimes it takes getting to know yourself to get past shit like that. I mean, 
Fuck. I will say fucking acid definitely saved my life after I was indulging in a bunch of dumb shit like that. I mean, substances should only be used when you really either need them or you're kind of trying to get in tune with yourself. You know, it. you should not abuse these things to have fun or just go around being stupid. That's like the worst shit you could do yeah, with any of this. Yeah, addiction is real. Very real. And it can catch you so easily. I mean, one second you think this shit is just random. You just do it every now and then. Next thing you know, you're fucking buying this shit every other day, making sure you get your fill. And that shit is just not okay. Yeah, so if you are in need of seeking help, you know, it's not that hard to reach out. So, speaking of drugs, though, what do you guys think about Oregon decriminalizing all substances yes i realized that oregon did just i have uh, something very interesting to say yeah go ahead so no but i'll let you guys give me your opinions first wait all substances i'm talking meth heroin cocaine marijuana everything is decriminalized in the criminal level yeah so i i um looked into it a little bit so they actually have like designated areas where you can like shoot up and stuff like that all right do you guys have any opinion on this any opinions yeah i don't think all should be like Accepted, just you know, yeah. I don't know about meth and heroin and all that. That's just a li- I think that's pushing a little too far. Um, I think it's amazing that it's legalized, and this is this is this is a th- I think a step forward into um, a reform in 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 the drug abuse uh, uh, perpetuation of li- like the pertru- the perpetuated cycle of it, because once. If if it is criminalized, the drug user is going to go to jail and have to go through the process of of uh, having to find plugs at jail anyways because there's drugs in jail too. And um, they don't really get that help, that professional help. And that and that's what I think Oregon is doing. They're, they're, hel- they're helping out the, the patients because that's what these guys are. They're, they're not bad people necessarily. They might turn into bad people with with the with, with the withdrawals, and that's real. The withdrawal systems, uh, the withdrawal symptoms are real, and these guys they sweat, they go, they rage, they their body temp get, gets out of control, especially with heroin addiction and and heavy drugs like that. That was a great way way to put it. That's actually exactly what my interesting point was going to be. Is though they did decriminalize it statewide. They only decriminalize it in a criminal level. If you get caught doing heroin, meth, they will still write you up for civil court to where they will send you to a rehabilitation center or somewhere to get help instead of getting arrested, which is exactly why I actually think this is a great thing to do for that state. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. They're They're not doing it to the point where all these addicts are running around the street doing it wherever the fuck they want they're doing this to actually help these people because like rico was saying they are people they they go through a bunch of bullshit to get to these points you yeah know what like I'm saying? they they weren't born like that exactly you know? exactly and i think it's a beautiful thing that 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 they're doing this for the people of oregon honestly yeah i don't think anyone wakes up and like i want to be an addict it just like it just depends on the person the circumstances the environment that they're in that it just so happens to be like that yeah, but then again, on some fucked up shit, there are crack babies out there. Yeah, there's babies that are born 
already and addicted, which is really sad. And yeah, and these babies, they have to get a little dose of it, like right after birth, man, so they can like feel that ease. And and that's and that's some realistic shit. Um, there there are some real cases with this issue, in it, and it's not it shouldn't be brushed over. Yeah. So honestly, shout out Oregon for actually doing this, cause this is crazy as it seems in the headlines. If you actually read into it, they're doing amazing things for these people at the end of the day. Or Oregon cares. Oregon really does care, but at the same time, their addiction problem is crazy. And the war on drugs, I just don't see there being an end to this shit. Yeah, that was bullshit, the it's war on drugs. It's complete bullshit. Sorry, Nixon. Sorry, Dare. Uh, uh, yeah, not gonna lie, guys, that was pretty depressing. Um, let's move on to a better topic, right? Um, David, where's the best place you've been to, man? Best place, best place. Um, I wouldn't say this is, like, the best place, but definitely the most enjoyable place is after I graduated, uh, me and... Uh, a homie and a cousin we drove on an eight-hour drive to fucking colorado and that shit was fun as hell i'm not gonna lie wait so you said it wasn't the best but the most enjoyable it wasn't the most beautiful place That's what oh I'm okay okay that makes sense like, i was about to say damn so when i went to mexico that shit's beautiful that shit's breathtaking wait me. what part of mexico though uh like middle north it's called durango el, el durango el durango anyways yeah colorado was fun as fuck anyways I we smoked as soon as we landed until we fucking left, bro. That dispensary bud was no joke. Wait, y'all landed in a car? I thought y'all <laughs> thought y'all drove eight hours. Hold shut up. Shut the fuck up. You How know that works. Shut the fuck up, man. You know I'm playing. Bro, this man is living a living in twenty eighty, bro. Alright, alright. Anyways. Anyways You living in thirty twenty. My biggest memory is the first night. We just got baked as hell and rode around in lime scooters while one of my friends was on a skateboard for the whole night. I'm talking about like four in the morning. We stopped by the skate park, which is in the middle of downtown. That shit was fun as hell. Like it was really, really fun. Where, where in Colorado? Did Denver. You go? Denver. We were in the middle of fucking Denver. It was very fun. I've heard and good things about Denver. Denver is very like it's real peaceful. Honestly, people people weren't even out by like nine. This was weird, but. The next day, our asses went on, like, a fucking six, seven-hour drive through the mountains just smoking, listening to music, and it was so, so nice. Like, it's very beautiful out there. We, we woke up early to go hiking and shit. Like, I just felt good out there, honestly. Yeah, uh, Colorado's one of the few states that uh, legalized marijuana, so shout-out weed smokers. Shout-out Colorado, man. Definitely, bro. It seems like you really had a good time based on your experience that you've told us. Very much a trip that I was waiting on my whole last year of high school, and it was very much worth it. Shout out to Caesar and Clemente. That trip was fun as fuck. I'm glad that you had fun, man. All right, well, how about you guys? Uh, well, mine's was like across the ocean. I uh, I went to Thailand. Ah, <laughs> yes, you yeah. went to fucking shout Thailand. out Thailand. Can you believe I actually watched the uh, Hangover Part Two in Thailand? So <laughs> that was kind of funny. Bangkok. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was in Bangkok for two days. How would you describe the experience? Like, was it real fun? Amazing, bro. Beautiful. Yeah, it made me feel like a lot different because, like, going to a country that you absolutely don't know jack shit about. So when you pull up, you're like amazed by everything. Like, it goes from like the food, the culture, the architecture. There's so many things to point out about that city. Yeah, I love the Thai culture. I've indulged in it. And um, let me ask you. Quite literally. Let me <laughs> let me ask you. Uh, what food did you eat over there, man? Like, did you actually eat some 
ethnic foods like pad thai or like thai curry or yeah 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 so i definitely had the you know your traditional pad thai the curry a bunch of like sticky rice and eggs that's like what i ate but um to be honest when i was there one thing i really regret is that i didn't try as much thai food as i should have because during the homestays that's when i would eat thai food but as soon as i got to the mall i was smacking on kfc dairy queen (laughs) burger king like all this like american shit you were out of the country and chose to eat KFC. Yes, in fucking Thailand. Yeah, but the KFC is hella different. So Actually, yeah, you were sending me pictures, even though we weren't even that cool at the time. That Definitely. That shit was dope. It looked really nice out there. Yeah, bro. It's like a different paradise. Bro, I really love the uh, the climate there. It's always like 90 degrees, and I fucking hate Indy because it's, all, like, it's cold, and then it's warm, and all this other shit. And don't forget about riding a motherfucking elephant, man. Come on. Yo, now. yo, I did ride an elephant. That was, like, the best shit ever. I learned a lot about, like, elephants, oddly enough. I actually got to bathe an elephant. Can you believe that? That's pretty beautiful, man. Wait, so how, how did he get on the elephant? Um, It picked me up from the trunk. Like, it literally went in between my legs and threw me up top. So that's how I went. For real? For real? Yeah. It all, that elephant felt my elephant trunk. <laughs> <laughs> what the? All right, bro. No, but that no, that's actually crazy. That's actually crazy. I would have been scared. No cap. Yeah, so... These elephants are, like, some of them are used for therapy. And so, like, autistic kids, when they would be there, they would put them on top. And that shoulder, like, you know, when you're riding an elephant, like, you could feel its muscles. So, it kind of taught kids, like, you know, muscles and shit like that. Yeah, I don't know. Only you know. But, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, but (laughs) it's a good thing I learned in Thai culture. They're also, like, very important for some reason. I don't know why, but elephants are, like, a big deal. Shout out Thailand, man. Shout out Thailand. Shout out my uh, Thai friends. You know who you are. You know, actually, right after this, we're going to go get some boba. Fucking boba. Trash-ass boba. Yes, sir. Yo, I also, speaking of boba, um, that's where it originated. It originated in Thailand. But I did not try Thai boba. Can you believe that? What an L. When I got here in Indy is when I tried it. Yeah, you were too busy eating fucking KFC. Yeah, goofy. this man's tweaked because every time I see him, he's like, bro, we're going to go get that boba. And he didn't try it in Thailand. That's crazy. So yeah, Max put me on boba, but let's uh let's focus out of the uh the Thailand situation. What about you, Rico? So I traveled uh via airplane to Denver and then to LA. So I traveled to LA. I I stayed for a week. Uh, like six nights, I think. Six nights, five days actually. But it was amazing. I spent it with uh, Chico, one of my close friends, roommates. And uh, it was last year, 2019, uh, Halloween week. And I remember one of the best memories there. Um, of course, I went through a cu- I, I went to a couple of dispensaries, the ones that didn't card me at the time, because you know I was young. I was a uh, young, uh, younger than 21. Uh, now I'm 21, but. Let's let's see. Let's um let's talk about my best memory there. I was driving through downtown GTA fucking vibes, you know, skyscrapers out the ass, bright lights, cars everywhere. And I I was uh, I, I was listening to dubstep in that car and it was amazing. Like the the vibe was there. I was high off my mind. I was you know, smoking uh, the pre-rolls there, uh, and they were, like, covered in um, keef and shit. It was beautiful. So as someone who's never been to uh, L.A., 
how would you describe it? Because, like, I've never been to L.A., and I've heard so many things about it. Yeah, Lo- Los Angeles is uh, is packed with tourists. If you would ask anybody there, hey, where are you from? 99%. They're not going to say L.A. They're going to say somewhere else. When I was there, I heard so many different languages. And, and this is B.C., before COVID. Uh, but... I was I I could hear French, German, fucking yes, all that all that shit and there were a few Hispanics yeah, but I, I honestly didn't see many white people either. Rico, did you ever visit Little Tokyo? Little Tokyo? No, it was on the list though, but I did go to to the li- Little Mexico. The oh, they village. also have a little Mexico over there. Yes, sir. And th- I had a th- I had a torta there, a Mexican sandwich. Shout out tortas. What about the observatory? Did you stop at the observatory? At That's least? a big GTA point. Yeah, the Griffith Observatory. Yeah, definitely. I I, I took the um, the um, the carriage. It, it it like takes you up the mountain. I guess it's it's a nice view from there. Uh, although half of it's the fucking highway. The highways in L.A., the L.A. traffic, they need to do something about it. It's fucking crazy. Fucking taking an Uber from the airport, LAX, to my hotel, which is 15 minutes. It should be 15 minutes. It took an hour. And I guess it was like rush hour. Did, did you get to go to the Hollywood sign? Because when I went, it was closed. So I, I was only able to go to the Griffin Observatory. You can see the Hollywood sign from Yeah, you could see it, but did you yeah. like? were you able to go on it, like on the trail behind it? No, no, I couldn't. No, I couldn't. I, I, I felt like driving through downtown was gonna be better, to be honest. And I couldn't do that because I didn't rent a car. Maybe next time I'll rent one. But if it was, it was just a week, and um, I was there with uh, one of my buddy's relatives, his uncle. He's he's awesome. His name's Turbo. Shout out Turbo. Uh, we still play. We used to play FIFA together all the time, and we. He he hooked us up. We matched hella. Yeah, shout out Turbo again, bro. Hope you're listening. Do you have any uh, regrets in your LA trip or something that you would do again? Uh, regrets? Yeah, I would. I just I just want to do more stuff. I just want to do more stuff. And dude, I want to eat m- even more seafood because for the simple fact, you're right by the fucking sea. The Pacific it's Ocean. It's the freshest fucking seafood you're probably gonna eat in your life. And, like, way fresher than fucking seafood here, man. Yeah, like, fuck where it, the dude. fuck is the fish over here? Like, you do not want to eat fish from the Great Lakes. Yeah, it probably comes from Raccoon Lake. Plus, every time I hop on the Instagram food page, all that bomb-ass food is always from a random-ass food truck in L.A. somewhere. And I want to go so bad, man. And I'm shitty because my L.A. trip was canceled because of fucking COVID, man. Yeah, fuck you, COVID. Fuck fucking COVID, man. But how about you, Max? Where the fuck? Did you enjoy the most, man? Where is Max at? Honestly, I think my most memorable experience. Fuck. Okay, it's, okay. Yeah, I got it. My most memorable experience for sure has to be Aguatulco, which is Mexico. Yeah, it's in the state of Oaxaca, like in the most southern part. But the, I think the reason that I liked it, I think it was the most low-key, like destination in Mexico. So, you know, you have Cancun. And uh, Acapulco, Puerto Vallarta, and like all those places. Like when I went, they were just like too many people, like too many people speaking English. Like it felt like I was just going back to like it felt like I was just going back to like I wasn't in Mexico. I was just 
somewhere in, in the United States. Yeah, my ass cannot relate at all. Every time I go to Mexico, we go to the buttfuck middle of nowhere where everybody, if I speak a single word of English, they'll throw me the fuck out, bro. This shit is hilarious. Yeah, for, I mean, for sure, I've, I've gone to, like, like where I'm from, like, Veracruz, Quaxam. Like, no, no one fucking speaks English there. Like, I'm talking about, like, the tourist sections. Like, you know, it's just, I think that was the most nest, uh, lesser known of it. And what I liked about it is just how small it was. It was super small. It was like a little, uh, it was like a beach town. Like, in the whole town, there was only two traffic lights. In the whole town, only two traffic lights. And they were all next, they were right next to each other in the same intersection. So that, that just shows how small it is. And I remember the the town the town hall, like the town center, around it, it was like a, like a small plaza. But every it had from like French food to Italian food, and all the all the owners were were from their their countries, and we just talked to them, and they they all decided to retire there just because it was a, a lesser known, a destination for people. Wow, that sounds interesting as fuck. I I damn near want to go there, with like with a with a significant other or something. It sounds romantic, but uh, I ain't gonna cap. When I was seven. I went to Mexico, and I swear to God, where I'm from is, like, in the middle of a fuck of nowhere. Like, I have to drive through mountains, and and it's, like, ranches, like, hectares, like, in hectares. Yeah. You deal with that area, and um, my my grandpa, he was the, he was the cattle farmer for that hectare. He had a, he has hella livestock and horses i remember I, I remember having a horse when i was a kid i think we sold it <laughs> but it wasn't wasn't ever mine really but um it was mine to ride if i would ever go back yeah. i have a place to stay over there and there's a fa- and there's a nice little town over there called Atolinga. i'm from zacatecas it's um south from uh, or north from jalisco right south it's, it's, Zacate- it's in the north side yeah it's, n- it's north from def which is the uh, federal district, the capital, Mexico City. Shout out Mexico City. Yeah, fucking love Mexico City. I'd love to go. I want to go there with my significant other and like look at the fucking pyramids, man. Like that's fucking awesome. Just going back to your roots, uh, like I want to have a fucking Aztec calendar tattoo on my body, like that ass, like, like I just want, I just want to show, I, I just want to show to the world, you know, because I'm proud of where I'm from. And that's definitely a good thing to be uh, proud of where you're from. Yeah, and I definitely feel Rico from where I come from. I mean, it takes driving through mountains and scary-ass sights. I mean, some people don't even drive through there. You the feel scorpions. Me? And once you get there, I mean, people don't even get gas. I mean, to get gas, they have to wait for a big-ass truck to come in like every two weeks or something. And people ride around in horses and shit. It's really, but it's honestly beautiful. Like, it's real peaceful out there, honestly. Like, going out in the mountains with my grandpa and just looking into everything, like, there's never yeah. ending you feel me it's beautiful it really is yeah i feel that i mean where i'm from it's not as extreme because it's crazy because my dad he's like the guy from from el pueblo you feel me like the village and then my mom's from the city so so just then meeting it was just like fuck like <laughs> it was such a low chance for them to meet and they still met yeah it's like it's like it's a whole rom-com in a sense but yeah uh, this might be going a little bit back, but fun fact: me and uh, me and Max are from the same city, Veracruz. Yeah, that's how I know you're capping, cause I'm not from Veracruz. I mean, I'm from the state Veracruz, but I'm from Quetzalcoatlcos, uh, which is the city. Well, yeah, the state is what I refer to, not the same city. But my parents don't live too far from Quetzalcoatl, so I've been there. 
if you don't know, like, if you're trying to go to Mexico and you don't know where to go, do not go to Cancun. Do not go to Acapulco. Do not go to Puerto Vallarta. If you want the city, go to Mexico City. Mexico City is beautiful. Or or Puebla. Puebla. Be be very wary of your surroundings, though, because there is a lot of crime. Yeah, me- but it is yeah. very much beautiful, you know? Yeah. So, Mexico City, Puebla. And if you want the beach, go to Aguatulco. Hell yeah. Simple. Yeah, one uh, one similar thing I took from uh, Mexico City is that they share uh, the uh, the monument. You know, you know how in India we have the like the sailors and thing that kind of has the same thing in Mexico City. So I thought that was really cool. So let's go back to the last guy, JC. Well, it seems like all your trips are pretty recent. Uh, it's gonna feel kind of bad that my the the trip I'm gonna be talking about was from the third grade. Uh, I went to Seattle to to visit, like I said, one, uh, my stepdad. And uh, that was the first time that I left Indy, but I didn't go to Mexico. Like, I, I finally went to a different part of the United States. And the highlight of that trip was that I actually went whale watching. And it was very terrifying. Terrifying? Not beautiful? Oh, uh, you know, sometimes uh, something beautiful can be terrifying as well, David. That's facts. But, like, what were the highlights of Seattle? Seattle is a beautiful city, man. I know it was in third grade, but do you, like, remember anything? God, I remember a lot of gloomy days. Um, yeah, Seattle, like the, uh, where is that? In Oregon? Washington. No, Washington. Washington. No, my bad. Washington. But anyways, yeah, yeah it's, it's very one. rainy out yeah, there. Yeah, it's very, so. in that whole area, it's very, But it's very still rainy. a beautiful uh, city, for sure. No, but yeah, the the whales, I mean, they were uh, they were enormous. They looked like they were going to capsize the, the boat that we were on. And it was absolutely freezing out there. I, like, I didn't even, half of the time, I was just ducking under this little roof to keep myself warm. And yet this is your most memorable trip, bro? Uh, I would say, like, the most memorable because it was definitely the most different. Um, yeah. Because I actually haven't been... Uh, you guys were talking about the beach earlier, and I actually haven't been to the Do beach. Not, it's overrated, like I said earlier. It's overrated. Fuck, Max. It's still nice for your first time, at least. Come yeah, low-key fuck, Max, hell? for that one. You just gotta go with the right people, man. Exactly. Beaches are still beautiful, man. Come on now. So are you guys gonna take me to Raccoon Lake soon, then? Get the fuck out of here. We won't no, never. No, no, no. We know other places. Exactly. We'll do you good. Well, where where is Raccoon Lake, actually? I don't even know. Some nasty-ass place in North Indiana. It's so bad, we don't even remember. But if you go to the beach, you know, just from afar, you don't have to get in it. You feel me? Shut the fuck up, Max. You just don't like it, man. You, you really Jump in that fucking David, water, David, you really bro. love the beach? like. I don't love it, but you're talking so down on it. Like, it's horrible, fuck bro. The Jump beach. in the water, bro. Jump in the water. Enjoy it. You All feel right, me? maybe I've gone to too many beach- beaches. My bad. You know, I don't be everywhere like Max, so I, I enjoy fu- the beach, you the know? Fuck the beach. Oh, my God. Dude, just thinking about the sand right now, fuck that shit. Yeah, but also fuck snow, by the way. Yeah, fuck snow, too. I, I'm so shitty hot about the winter coming yeah, up, dude. I oh, my fucking God. And Indy gets really, really bad winters, so fuck that. I'd rather, like, be in the summer. I mean, but going back to the beach, Max. Yeah. I don't even know how to swim, and like, I don't, want, I don't call myself a swimmer, and I still go to the beach. You still go to the beach. Yeah, man. Like, I, I would love to hop in and like have a floaty with me or something, you know, have have a ball to throw around and shit with the boys, and uh, fuck around and do flips and shit. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not afraid to do that bullshit. I just, I just need to be touching the ground, you know, with my toes. That's it. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm actually gonna take that back. Uh, well. I guess you, you don't really. What do you consider it a beach if it's a, if it's a lake? Like no matter just if it's a, if I just think if it's just, just has sand, sand. Yeah, I think it's just, just has sand. sand. Yeah. Okay, that's a pretty low bar. But um, last year I went to Wisconsin and yeah. I saw the 
Lake Michigan, was it? Lake yeah, Michigan. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And honestly, that looked, it was actually really, really pretty. And, like, the fact that you can't really see anything on the other side just kind of goes on. Mm-hmm. And you can almost see the horizon curving. I, I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, it's, uh, like, sometimes I even forget that it's a lake. Like, it's so enormous. Like, you can't even see it. Sometimes I'm like, is this really a lake? Yeah, it's kind of terrifying to think, like, to put that in perspective compared to an actual ocean. Yeah, and, definitely. like, the deaths of the ocean. I think... Honestly, that, that's just terrifying to me. Yeah, the ocean scares me because I don't know what's underneath it. Dude, nobody does. We know more about fucking space than we do we the ocean. We know more about ocean. our own moon than we do about the ocean. Exactly. Honestly, the ocean mesmerizes me sometimes. No, I'm scared. I'm terrified it's of the ocean. It's terrifying yet fucking crazy. Like, how the hell will we never be able to find out what's down there, you know? It, there's a thing called uh, water pressure. Yeah, but on some conspiracy shit. Like I think, <laughs> I think UFOs park in the fucking ocean, bro. Look at us. Hey, I didn't think about that, but that, that actually makes sense. <laughs> Shit, for real though. Like, who the fuck knows? Like, I've seen some fucking fucked up videos, like, like some realistic fucking UFOs just coming out of the water. And, like, going back in and shit. Like, you don't fucking know. And then there's fucking phenomena out there, like Bermuda's Triangle. So. That's still fucked. We can all say that we believe in, like, life outside Earth. I 100% believe in aliens. There's no fucking way that there aren't aliens, Just, like, how big the universe is. Think about it, dude. It's kind of crazy. Exactly. If, If science really proves that the universe is that enormous, there's no way that there's not life outside of Earth. It has been proven to be very enormous. Exactly. So for us to be the only life in existence is just so naive to think, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, like 30, uh, 30 million light years or whatever away from here. There's probably an alien race doing a podcast right now, too. Oh, God, the 4A podcast, like, fucking four dimensions away. You know what would be scarier than knowing there's life out there? Knowing there isn't life out there. Oh, so really That scary. we're the only ones in that the universe. That is scary as fuck. I think that's scarier than knowing there's something out there. Because then why are we the chosen, you know? Yeah, exactly. What that if they're listening to the 4A podcast? Aliens exist. I don't give a fuck, bro. There's no way. And it's just crazy to think that, like, how old the universe is, just the Earth and us, it's like a fucking, like, sand, like a pebble in the sand, bro. It's just so small. Like. Plus, hold up. We're talking out of our ass, but Area 51 has definitely released forms already proving that aliens are real. Uh, okay. I don't know about that one, but. Yeah, wasn't that, didn't that came out this year earlier? That did it? Did it? Exactly. That was a huge thing earlier this year. That it was pretty proven that aliens and other life Wait, does exist oh, outside so of Earth. So they just they just proved that life outside of Earth exists, not just like like smart, intelli- intelligent, like beings. Well, I'm not sure about that, but uh, but there there are there were cases that there is extraterrestrial life, and 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 there's a whole bunch of pilots. Pilots who have encountered, who had these encounters, who are just now speaking up. For example, let's uh, shout out Joe Rogan and um, the Joe Rogan experience. He has yeah. he's brought in a few pilots who have had similar <coughs> similar stories with their buddies, and they t- they tell the same exact story, and then they get told to just forget about it. The it was a mis- miscalculation, or it was just a blur in the sky. When it really wasn't, and it was a high-speed fi- flying object. Nah, man, just the Russians. Sure, Shut the sure. fuck up, man. It's 2020, bro. Russians about to shoot us over this shit, man. No, but but now that we're on that UFO shit, you know, to me that's kind of creepy. Like thinking about being, like, 
from where I live and going up north, I have to take a whole bunch of narrow ass streets. And there's no way to make a U-turn. And every time I go through this, it's just nothing but fucking trees. Cornfields and shit? No, just trees, bro. Like, fucking trees. It's like, like a narrow-ass road with on trees. Some, on some Jason shit? Yeah, on like, bro, it's just trees. And, like, there's houses inside, like, inside, but, like, it's all dark. Like, everyone's sleeping. That shit is pretty terrifying. And, and it's just, th- out of everything that I can think of, I'm thinking about UFOs. UFOs? I'd be thinking about, like... No, I just think about, dude, what if I see something just pop out of, like, in, in front of me on the street? But UFOs? Honestly, if I was in that setting, I'd be thinking about, like, serial killers or ghosts and shit. I would have been thinking about uh, Jeepers Creepers. Exactly. I mean, do y'all motherfuckers, on that note, do y'all believe in fucking ghosts? Hold on, hold up. What's the creepiest thing you guys have ever experienced? All right, fuck it. I guess we'll get into that shit. All right, I guess I'll fucking start. On my most recent trip to Mexico, it was in December So, of so this is the most creepiest thing. For sure, Honestly, for sure. it very much was because I'm I was grown when I was out here. Okay, okay, like yeah. when I was okay, when I was a kid, I'm when excited. I was a kid, it doesn't matter, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, go 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 go. I'll I'll put a little backstory to it. In Mexico, people very much do believe in La Llorona. It's a very common myth. And my grandma. Wait, explain the myth for the people that don't know it. La Llorona, at is the weeping woman, which is a woman that. After finding out her husband cheated on her, ov- overcame with sadness, yeah. murdered her children. Yeah, there's a lot of different versions, yeah. but this one's the most... This well, is like canon. Yeah, basically. canon. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, basically this woman drowned her children in a river and killed herself, but instantly regretted it. So she goes around as a ghost, just searching for her children all through Mexico, you know, because she just she couldn't believe what had happened to them, you know. The myth is she goes around just saying, "Donde están mis hijos?" You know, shit like that. Yeah, like, where are my children? Exactly, exactly. You know, this is not like a a recent tale. You know, like this has been passed down from generations. Because generations. Even, yeah, even uh, Pablo Picasso painted the Weeping Woman. Exactly. Inspired by the story, and that painting was from 1937. Well, with that history, my grandma has definitely told me multiple stories of her hearing her. And her scariest story, to give me a little history, is she was using the restroom before yeah. I was even born. Wait, is the restroom like outside of the house? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let, let, let's get let's get that straight. Because my, yes. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. In Mexico, yeah. uh, my house with my grandma was in the courtyard. So every time I had to take a shit, a piss in the middle of the night, I would have to leave the building, walk through a courtyard, and then go to the restroom. And in Mexico, there are no lights. It yes, is pitch yes, black, man. fucking I, I know, dark. I know exactly what you're talking about. But anyways, to give history about my grandma is that in this bathroom, years before I was born, she very much had sleep paralysis, but while being alive, like while being awake, and she could not move, and she could hear this woman over and over again. Now, fast forward when I went a year ago, just a random ass night, me in Mexico, I walk to the bathroom, take a dump like I usually do, you know, and I get out, okay? I get out of the restroom, and I kind of get shivers down my back. I look to my fucking right, and I shit you not, I looked for a second, but I just saw a woman like a shadow of a woman and it wasn't longer than a second i mean i got so fucking terrified that i just ran to my fucking room and my cousins were staying with me at the time and they just laughed their asses off at me but to this day 
I will never forget that moment. That shit was so fucking scary. Yo, I'm not fuck gonna Mexico. lie. That story actually gave me goosebumps. Fuck that. Right now when we're recording it, recording this episode, it's nighttime, so I'm gonna be terrified going home doing this shit. Jesus. Yeah. So thanks gave, for that. Yeah, they gave me the jeebies, jeebies, bro. Like I'm fucking. I'm scared for you. Uh, I'm scared for your grandma, man. That's sad. That's. And I actually have one more, if you guys would like allow yeah, me yeah. to do Wait, it. Wait, hold on. Let me, let me. <sighs> Fuck. Cause. You know, I'm not. Yeah, l- like that's actually like all those legends in Mexico. Like that's actually low key. Like they had to come from somewhere, you know. They're very much always derived from a lot of stories being passed yeah. down, and a lot of people experiencing it. And it's not just one person. Yeah, yeah, I might clown on me for this, but when I go over to my parent, uh, grandparents' house on my dad's side, they live in a in a on a little village. And the way the village is laid out is that you it's literally a road, but as the road keeps going, it goes uphill. And my grandparent my grandparents live in the like the top hill and there's no lights over there. And that's the end of the village. So after that it's just uh the road keeps going. But going towards like if you keep going after the house, it's, it's just nature. it's just fucking like not a cliff, the um desert. Not desert. It's just fuck, it's just it's just uh farmland. Farmland. Farmland, okay. Yeah. But it, it takes, like, 30 minutes to get to the next village. So we're at the very end. So, like, me and my brother, like, we have this little system that if we have to wake up to go to the restroom, because the restroom is also outside and we have to go out to the, we have We wake each other up. And, like, we don't even ask. We wake each other up and we, we go to the restroom together. I don't think you understand how terrifying it is. No, Having it's, the piss yeah, it's hella terrifying. The morning and the bathroom is across the fucking courtyard and it's pitch black outside. And all you can hear is the crickets and the stars in the and, sky. And the worst part is, like, the walk back to the room, like, where you have to turn everything off and run back mm-hmm. into the fucking house to try without trying to wake anyone up. But on that note, if you guys will allow me, I'd yeah, like yeah, to Yeah, yeah, next story. Yeah, I got one more that this one actually, this one fucked me up for a while, which is really weird, is after a night of drinking, I guess, I think I was drinking that night, I got home and I had a weird dream about me walking around in an empty ass huge hotel you get what i'm saying like the doors were enormous the hallways were huge and it felt so real like i felt like i was real time walking around like hours had gone by i could feel myself opening doors and everything was empty until i just turned the corner randomly and the door opened on its own and this old woman just kind of walked out slowly and she just i couldn't I, I i couldn't make out her face or anything but as soon as she came out the door and just stared at me i instantly woke up and ever since then every time i fucking like shower or something and i close my eyes i fucking see her here, here's like your thought. some real shit you thought maybe the person you saw in mexico wasn't the weeping woman, but the same woman you saw in the dream. And that shit terrifies me, cause that shit. I'm talking. Sometimes I shower. I'm doing the shampoo shit, and I'm I'm grown, dude. Like I'm not. I think you're just a pussy. No, dude. Every time I close my eyes, bro, I see that exact image I saw in my dream. You should probably try to look looking that up, and you know maybe find the story behind that. Shit. Probably, or it, yeah, if you don't want to get scared more than you are, then don't do that. But you know, it might might lead somewhere. I mean. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there are specialists out there that can extract your dreams and shit and like a- help help analyze what you're probably thinking 
like in the in the head of yours and like they can like draw and map out shit and maybe they can dig deeper cuz cuz you have those you have those images in your head of a woman you don't even know this woman right shit maybe but maybe the woman knows you yeah the woman knows you i guess <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, because of my dream, this fucking woman knows me. But dude, to this day, I don't. I don't know what her face looks like. I just know her eyes and her smile. Hey, all of a sudden, the room just got a little dark. Everything's a little silent. Yeah, my bad, guys. I didn't mean to scare the fuck Yo. out of y'all, but that shit. I'm talking this shit. I just can't stop thinking about it, and it's been like a year now, and it's. We got Andrew over here biting his nails. But um, fuck, man. Let's move on from my scary ass. How about you guys? What's the most terrifying thing you guys have ever like felt? Um, I don't think I've I've had a specific, well, that's a lie. There wasn't a specific moment, but for a time in my life, I had a lot of sleep paralysis. And I remember one time specifically, uh, I was sleep o- I was sleeping over at Max's house. Whoa, this happened at my house? Yeah. Wait, the new one or the old one? No, this was like, it was years ago, man. This was like, I mean, when we used to hang out and whatnot, right? So I think it was the new one. I think it was the new Yeah, yeah, this was definitely the new one. Yeah. Never mind. You met me when I already moved into my new house. So never mind. I'm just tripping. I'm tripping. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was the new house. All right, this is interesting because the story that I have is also in the new house. So okay, let's well, see where this goes. This might uh, aggravate your fears a little bit, but um, yeah, like, like I was saying, like I had regular sleep paralysis, and basically, if you don't know what that is, it's basically like your mind knows you're awake, but your body can't do anything to wake yourself up, right? And usually it's pretty standard. That's it. I like my whole dream, my whole sleep is just me trying to wake up from this deep sleep. But this particular time that I was uh, sleeping over at Max's house, um, the the sleep paralysis was was a little different because all I could remember hearing was a very very devilish, cruel and sinister laugh, and that's all I could really remember. And I just I just uh, keep remembering that I was just, like, panicking, trying to wake up. And then I finally did, and then I woke up, and then, and then Max was, like, right next to me, knocked out. And I was like, oh, crap. That's another sleep paralysis. But I later found out that sleep paralysis is actually triggered in some people when they sleep on your back. When you sleep on your back. Yes. This is exactly why I stopped sleeping on my back. I cannot sleep on my back no matter what. I have to sleep on my on my stomach. I can't talk about sleep paralysis because I had a long period in my life where I had that shit like almost every night. And I don't know if you guys had like the little shadow figure too. Like that that's a big there's point a whole, in it. There's a whole documentary on this that I recommend that I feel like I've already recommended for to everyone else. It's called The Nightmare on Netflix. And it's literally about sleep paralysis and about shadow people. And it's, it gets crazy. It gets, re- it gets really good and everyone needs to watch it. That sounds hella interesting. It sounds like my next watch. No, it has to be your next watch. But what scares me, Justin, is that sleep paralysis, you heard the, la- the laugh, right? And when sleep paralysis happens, you're awake. You just can't move. Uh, come on, man. Don't tell me that shit. I'm being dead ass. Like, that's what sleep paralysis is. Like, your brain is awake. Your body is asleep. Like, your brain is literally awake. You just can't move. Which is the scariest part because you feel like these shadow figures and shit are so real. And that you, and you up, heard dude, you heard that laugh. Sleeping. So like you were awake when you heard the laugh. Which means that shit came from some. Yeah, and I'm not talking fucker. bullshit because this happened at my house. You feel me? So like I wouldn't be saying this to scare me. Demons. But but you know what I mean? Like you were awake when you heard that. Demon. For sure, man. 
Probably some fucked up shit happened. Murdered family. Nah, the, the house is suicide. Oh, come on, man. You gotta, I'm not gonna look at that shit. I mean, on some real shit, you can search up and find I mean, all kinds of did, crazy we shit. We did get that house for a good deal. <laughs> not even trying to like, not even trying to like take over the conversation again. But we 100% believe that the house across my house is haunted. Well, my old house when I lived with my parents. And fuck, I got one more story. If you guys are okay. Yeah, sure. And then I'll t- I'll tell my. Yeah, and then you can move on. Dude, when me and Raul first, Raul, shout out Breakyard Rudy on Instagram, is my cousin. Anyways, when we first started, like, smoking and hanging out at the crib, there was this one particular night where we were, like, completely alone, dude. Like, my family went out to a little dance for the night. They weren't going to be back till like, 4 in the morning. And this particular night, we, um, we had smoked, you know, regularly, and we were in the kitchen hanging out. And my curtains were closed, but we saw, like, the shadow of a girl walk past my fucking front window. Not not thinking anything, like, weird. My yeah. dog started barking out the ass, and we went up to the door thinking uh-huh. it was my fucking sister. We s- fucking slammed that door open. Nothing to be fucking seen, bro. And my dog just kept barking and barking, and we swore we saw something. There was no way we did. We both saw that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no matter how fucking high we were, there was no way we both saw that figure walk past the fucking window, you know? And my dog tweaking yeah, the fuck out. Yeah, the dog, dog sense, like, for sure, for sure, sense anything. Like, they're, they're just all bark, barking up the asses to hear something. Exactly. Or they see something. Or they feel, feel something. something. Exactly. But shit, enough about me. How about you, Max? Shit, all right. So, damn, I don't like I don't like thinking about this story because it, it low-key really got me scared for a minute. But you know I'm not a bitch, so I kind of just went over. Like it just, I kind of just forgot about it. But I was home alone upstairs in my in my room, right? And no, I was I was I was playing some video game. The video, playing the video game is important because it's the reason I didn't hear a certain noise. All right, so the way that we go into my house, we don't use the main door. We usually just use the the garage. We open up the garage and then go through the garage door. But that door has a certain noise. You know what I mean? Like you just know that someone just opened the garage door. When you hear that, you know it's that. Yeah, door it's like, opening. oh yeah, someone's home. Exactly. So I'm playing my games, right? And I hear the door open and slam. And and then I'm like, I'm I'm playing my game, so I, I didn't hear I'm like, you know what? I didn't hear the garage door open and close. Like the actual garage door, you know, like all the mechan all the mechanisms. I didn't hear that. So I'm like, you know what, someone's home. So I'm like I look at the time. I'm like, okay, it might be, it might be my dad, cause he was at work, and then my my mom and brother are at a party. So I'm like, dad. I say his name, and no one answers. And then like five seconds later, I hear the door slam again, like the same. Stop it, bro. The same garage door, the like the the one that connects the house to the garage, it, it slams again. So then I get get up from my room, and I walk in the house. There's like a balcony that looks over the garage door but but you don't really see the door you just see like the shadow of it and there's a light there there, i remember the kitchen light being on and the living room being on the all the lights were on downstairs because you know you're alone yeah i was alone so yeah so anyways i run towards the balcony and look over and and keep in mind this is the second time that i heard the the garage door uh slam slamming uh shut yeah so i go over the the balcony i look over and i just see a shadow go from the garage door to the kitchen but I don't see any like any person or anything. I just see a shadow go from the from the the garage to the kitchen, and then all of a sudden, I I, for, I fucking shit you know I swear to God on everything, all the all the lights downstairs, all the lights downstairs just just turn off. 
and everything turns off except for the lights in my room. Like, on God, everything. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? You're in the middle of that? Just like... Yeah, I'm upstairs in my room looking over the balcony. And I, from the balcony, I can also see the stairs. So I'm just like in the middle, you know, looking at the stairs in the balcony and seeing if I see anything. And I'm just I'm just like, dad, dad. Because like, I'm like, dude, he's fucking with me. Like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? somebody. Yeah, he's fucking with me. Because I, I saw the shadow and I heard the, the door slam. Like, like the, the first one, I heard it when I was playing. So, you know, you know, I don't know. But the second one, I had everything off. Clear as day. I'll, yeah, clear as day. The, 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 the garage door opened. Like, I... I'm yeah, like I heard it. I just heard it, and yeah, I, I stood, I stood in that middle spot for like thirty minutes, calling my parents, and they weren't answering. And I think the only thing that I did, I was just, I don't know why I did this, but I just went back to my room. I got some pillows, and I started throwing them over the balcony. And that sounds retarded, but I just wanted to see if like someone would kick it, yeah, or get a reaction or, or something. Or you would hear somebody move. Or yeah, something. or just just. Because I'm gonna anything. be honest, that sounds like somebody ran through your shit, bro. No, but there was, like, I, I mean, maybe. But the thing is that the first one is them coming in. Exactly. And you the second I mean? one is them the running the fuck yeah, out but then, after you scream dad. Yeah, but then I still saw the shadow. And you still saw the lights turn on. And I still saw the off. lights. And I, and I didn't hear a door open or close after that. So, you know, like, oh my you know you know what I mean? like Yeah. And, like, when my parents got home, I checked the whole house. Because, you know, that's my thought, too. I wasn't thinking about... Okay, at first, I wasn't thinking about ghosts, but then I was thinking about ghosts. But afterwards, I was like, you know, maybe someone did try to break in. They realized I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, the house wasn't alone, so they hid somewhere. And I, so I checked the whole house trying to make sure that no one was, was in there. But yeah, it took like 30 minutes for them to get home. And they just saw the pillows there. And they were like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, there's just pillows on the floor, and I'm on the balcony. And you explained it to them, yeah, right? Yeah, and I explained, and I explained everything to them, and, and they were like, yeah, you're tripping. Like, they what thought the you fuck? were fucking crazy, yeah, like, bro. Yeah, just 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 thinking about how all the lights except for the ones in, in my room turned off. That that's the one that really just like what the fuck, you know? Like what was that, right? Yeah, but yeah, that was my most terrifying. Ah, shit, man. Let's see if you can top that shit, Andrew. Let's see yours. I I don't have a scary experience. Like you've never feel like you've experienced anything. Uh, when she told me she missed her period. Shut your ass up, motherfucker, <laughs> man. Yeah, that's fucking terrifying. That is scary I wouldn't shit. know about it, but I have seen it in movies, and that's just terrifying. Yeah, in TV shows and such. Anyways, Rico, how about you? How about your most terrifying story? Uh, yo, I'm trying to pick my brain right now. I'm trying to pick through it. But, um... Just, uh... G- getting stopped by any cop, really. I think that's that's scary for me. I don't really get, um... Like supernatural encounters, or just like I don't know. No, but I believe it. That's the thing. Yeah, for sure. I no. believe that shit too. I believe it because I think, I think there's something in us, the soul, that 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 might just you know stay in this realm or something might not, um, pass over, completely yet, because there's unresolved issues and that's what I think it is, um, but uh. It's it's really interesting. It's really interesting that that there's um some parts in your body that isn't um w- uh, well constituted for mm-hmm. like like you know you have ex- oxygen molecules, hydrogen, carbon, some nitrogen, all that bullshit. But it doesn't amount to one hundred percent your body composition. And um. And I, I believe it can be the soul. You know, and we we have atoms and all that shit in our, in our bodies and energy. And 
you know, energy can be created nor destroyed. Yeah, and kind of going back to what Rico said, uh, I think I saw this thing that there were, like, some researchers, and they weighed a body, like, before and after it died, and it was, like, the ever so slightest lighter after its death. Yeah. So it's like it lost something after death. Yeah, so it, there's there's definitely substantial evidence, but, like, nobody knows what what happens after death. And, and um... De- death death in itself is scary so i've had a few near-death experiences i've had a few bad trips off weed like for a while i couldn't touch weed because all i could think about was was the future and how, yeah. how i'm gonna grow old and definitely i mean experience something such as ego death that shit can give you a clear kind of point of view of what death really is Wait, man. ego death i feel like i'll what, get into what is that I feel like I'll get into that more in a different episode, man, because... No, but, like, I don't know what ego death is, so, like... It's kind of when you literally lose your ego. You forget who you are, what makes you you, what... Why why you hate things, oh, okay. why you love things. It's yeah. just you completely lose sense of yourself, and this is... This can be completely done with psychedelics and such, which is a huge explanation, which I can get into in a different episode, yeah, but on that note, I think it's about time to wrap this shit up, guys. I think you guys feeling good? You know, be careful out there. Oh, God. Uh, we got a little deep this episode, but, you know, be sure to yeah, actually. Yeah, we, we were kind of all over the place. But, yeah, be sure to be sure to listen to the shit we talk about. We, we really try to, you know, express ourselves as best as we can. But be sure to follow us on Instagram. Yeah, and um, the... Um, the album recommendations suggestions are going to be on there yep 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 check on our behind the scenes yep yep yep. and fuck mike tyson's fight is going on right now so we gotta get the fuck out of here shout out mike tyson love you guys